Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast today brought to you by Census Technologies. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us here for this episode of the show. Today, we are talking about Scope Track, and we're going to outline why it's so effective and what it does in the medical community and, and why it's such an important tool. And joining me here today is Sam Harrison. He's a senior clinical educator at Census Technologies. Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, Sam, I'm excited to get a chance to dive into this topic with you today and to learn a little bit more. And so just kick us off today by walking us through the life cycle of a scope. What are the various steps and stages it goes through in its journey? Yeah, so the scope uh, generally comes down from the procedure room and enters the decontamination uh, room first. So typically hospitals will have um, areas dedicated to high level disinfecting flexible scopes. That's not always the case. I've been to places where, you know, the scopes are processed just in the main decontamination area. Um, but generally, you know, there's a dedicated area for uh, reprocessing flexible endoscopes. Um, so the scopes will enter the dirty side um, where they are cleaned, leak tested. And these processes are all captured within Sensitrack. Um, you know, when the tech checks that scope into the scope processing module, the, the instructions for use are displayed. Um, those instructions for use are can be customized uh, per per the scope model, or you know the the manufacturers IFUs can be uploaded or video can be uploaded, essentially to make it as easy as possible for the end user. Um, so the scope gets checked into decontamination and gets cleaned and leak tested, and all of that is documented in Sensitrack. From there, it goes to the clean room um, where the scope is high level disinfected. Again, that HLD load is required to be documented, and Sensitrack digitalizes that process and, and, and streams, streamlines it. Um, once that HLD load is created um, and resulted, generally that scope and that scope has been high level dis disinfected. It will then go to usually some sort of clean storage area, um, and then here again, Sensitrack will has the ability to track those scopes to their current storage location so we have visibility of where scopes are um, currently as well as uh, you know there is the ability to print out on the label the expiration date so anybody you know walking by can see that this scope if it's expired or if it's approaching ex expiration date um, and then again all of these things are also tracked within the system itself uh, but then from the clean storage area then it generally goes to the procedure room and from there we have the ability to associate that scope to a patient via some sort of case id uh, using the case tracking module within Sensitrack. so from beginning to end scopes come down into decontamination then they go over to the clean room uh, then clean storage and then a procedure room and then back to decon. So in each area, um, Sensitrack is used to track and document every required process. That's pretty incredible. And that really gives us a good idea of the range of, uh, of management that can take place with, with Sensitrack, right? Uh, it, it really provides an added layer of visibility kind of all throughout the process, right? Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Um, by, you know, digitalizing the scope HLD records, you know, having it all in one database. I'll, I'll go to some facilities sometimes where they're still using um, like a paper process. So they have all of these scope records on, on this paper and, you know, trying to keep that in the dirty side and then putting those in binders and stuff. It's just SenseTrack really just cleans that up and automates it um, <clears throat> and, and, and provides more, more than just digitalizing these records. You know, it gives you 
the visibility to easily check out your scope inventory, um, run historical HLD load reports. Um, you know, there's the maintenance module that can track the comings and goings of scopes uh, being sent and returned from repair. So all of this can be documented using SensorTrack scope track. So that's kind of an introduction into scope track. So uh, tell us a little bit more. I, I would I would assume that the digitization and the, the visibility like you're talking about really helps improve efficiency and accuracy, right? And that, that seems like it would be a big thing and a big win-win, I would assume, for a lot of people is if you can do things quicker and more accurately, that feels like uh, something that, that would be a huge positive, right? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Um, I think that in improving the efficiency the efficiency and accuracy and just by having a defined process um, and a digital a digitally defined process i think that uh, really helps to automate things um, and having the ability like like i mentioned earlier to display the ifus when processing a specific scope model um, and the ability to, to track and display essential information such as you know the hang time expiration on or on on the labels um, and the reporting capabilities. So I think that for as far as accuracy and, and automation, that um, a tracking system re really helps with that. That's an excellent point. And, and you mentioned earlier uh, regulatory requirements and how uh, ScopeTrack also helps with that aspect of things as, uh, as well. Tell us a little bit more about those regulatory requirements and how ScopeTrack can help uh, meet those needs as well. Yeah, and I know I keep kind of going back to the the IFUs, but again, um, since you know, since when the techs are processing those scopes, the ability is there to have those processing steps right there, which is huge. You know, each each scope model um, can be processed different, so there's a lot of different ways that, and, there, and there's a lot of different scope models. So, um, to having those processing steps there. Uh, to help abide by, you know, the regulatory compliance is, is, is huge. Um, and, you know, having the ability to upload images uh, or videos right from the manufacturers or PDFs, um, having that available as well for the end user helps them to um, process that scope correctly. Also, not even at the end user point, the ability for, you know, leadership um, to run all of those HLD load records and, and pull that historical information and, and be able to just track, you know, how many HLD loads they're running on their AERs and, um, <clears throat> you know, what, what the current status of their scope inventory is, you know, if scopes have, you know, failed leak tests, you know, all, we, we have all of that visibility. So all of these things that are required to be captured, we were able to do that digitally using SensorTrack. That's a fantastic point, you know, and, and I would assume that just given the way that the last 18, 20 months have gone for, for medical facilities, that, that adding, you know, increased efficiency, accuracy, and being able to satisfy regulatory requirements is something that is is necessary these days just to be able to have that peace of mind and to get through operations quicker and more accurately that that's been a big need over the last you know uh you know going on two years now um just given the way that uh that, that the pandemic has un unrolled and things like that that everybody uh is looking for ways to become more efficient and and it sounds like sense track is a great way to do that yes absolutely um i also wanted to mention too so uh, <clears throat> Census has rolled out what's called um, Synexus or ScopeTrack Advance, and what this is is there's you know additional capabilities um, 
as opposed to just the general scope track module. So everything that we've talked about up to this point is the general scope track module, which is great. It does so many things and allows you to abide by that, you know, those that the regulatory um, requirements. But advanced, you know, takes a little bit further. Um, scope track advanced is what that does is it, it allows you to have um, OR scheduler interface capabilities. So if your OR schedulers interface with SensorTrack, um, your scopes can be a part of that. Um, it has the ability to interface with three processing machines. Um, and there's like a hands-on option, or sorry, a hands-free option. So, so oftentimes in the decontamination, the dirty uh, HLD area, you know, you're all gowned up back there. So if you're processing a scope, you know, as you picture yourself as a technician, all gowned up back there trying to process the scope, um, rather than, you know, using the mouse or the keypad or, or you can, you, there's a foot pedal that you can use. Um, as well as the leak test, ATP, and residue testing can be incorporated directly in the scope processing step. So that's new with scope track advance as well. Um, pet point of use, the bedside cleaning can be logged in the case tracking module. Um, and then we can also, we have reporting capabilities on the ATP and residue testing, um, as well as the point of use cleaning. So there's some new functionality in the scope track advance that's really uh, beneficial. Um, so I just wanted to kind of point that out as well. That's a fantastic point. I'm, I'm glad you did point that out. Uh, that, that's some good information to have. And we talked a little bit about this earlier, but the, the increased visibility and transparency throughout every step of the process, like you mentioned, I think is a huge aspect of this. Uh, just to have that layer of knowing where everything is and where it is in the process, uh, how can that be so beneficial? Well, um, yeah, so that's a, that's a good point. So. Yeah, again, so not only does ScopeTrack help to abide by regulatory compliance and improve efficiency with the scope tracking process, but it can also help with, um, as I mentioned earlier, kind of that, that maintenance portion of it. So you're able to track the comings and goings of your scopes as far as um, and, and the status of each scope, when it's due for repair, um, if it's past due for repair, those types of things. So as far as actual like money value um, you can track that using SensorTrack and, and track those inventory costs and the maintenance schedules and, and you know the actual cost of the scope and, and things like that yeah absolutely fantastic fantastic stuff so Sam as we begin to wrap up this uh, this conversation here today and uh, and bring to a close uh, the, the the discussion that we've had about scope track uh, do you have any final thoughts any closing uh, things that you want to say or anything you want to leave the audience with just in terms of what scope track is its benefits and uh, anything moving forward yeah I think that for customers that are not using scope track it might seem a little daunting if they're considering using it, but really it's, once you understand it, it's a very straightforward process. The initial configuration isn't that hard. You just need to set up your AERs and then add your scope uh, steps. Um, and then, so either if you're a, a customer that's not using SenseTrack and, and has interest in using it, or if you um, are a customer that is using ScopeTrack, but would you know like to make sure that you're using it right, or you know, maybe define your process a little bit better. I would recommend just reaching out to your client manager who can kind of you know, work with you on that process um, and either get that set up for you or you know, help you make it to optimize your process. And I also wanted to point out that there's different tiers of, um, you know, within, within SensorTrack of customers. So we have 
I, I actually work for the Service Plus team, the clinical services team. And what we do is we work with existing customers um, and we provide a, a utilization assessment, an annual utilization assessment. So what we'll do is we'll um, evaluate how Sensatrack is being used in each area. We'll do a comprehensive evaluation of how it's being used in each area. And um, <clears throat> what we'll do is we'll take that information and we'll uh, write up a, a training plan and we'll work with the, you know, the, usually the manager of the department or somebody from the facility um, to determine, you know, how we can optimize Sensatrack usage or how we can, you know, fix anything that's broken or how can we just reinforce the fundamentals and core processes of Sensatrack. And then we'll send a trainer out on site uh, to work one on one with the staff. Um, so that's called Service Plus. If you are not a Service Plus customer and you have interest, more interested in learning about that, as well as some of the other things that we do, um, your client manager can also help you with that as well. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, absolutely great information uh, there from Sam Harrison, Senior Clinical Educator at Census Technologies. Sam, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today and educating uh, me and the listeners a little bit more on, uh, on ScopeTrack and SensorTrack today. Thank you. And thanks for your time. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Stay tuned for more. But for this one, for my guest today, Sam Harrison, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.